Hello and welcome to the Strikeout Central Podcast. I am your host, Michael, and the playoffs are almost over as we have reached the World Series, which is what the long haul of a regular season and playoff battle is all about. In addition to the podcast, please follow the blog at www.strikeoutcentral.blogspot.com for daily baseball posts. First off, let's take a look at the results of the playoff series. In the AL wildcard game, the Red Sox pounced on the Yankees and defeated them 6-2 to move on. In the NL wildcard game, the Dodgers walked off the Cardinals with a three-run home run to win 3-1 and advance to the NLDS. In the NLDS, the Braves beat the Milwaukee Brewers in four games and the Dodgers knocked out the Giants in five. In the ALDS, the Red Sox stayed hot by beating the Rays in four games and the Astros beat the White Sox in four games as well. As for the ALCS, the Red Sox magic came to an end as the Astros knocked them out in six games, and the Braves ended the Dodgers season in six games to give us our World Series matchup of Braves versus Astros. So once again, I am welcoming Max and Josh back to the podcast for this World Series episode, and well, it's time to eat our words. I said it myself in the last episode, you can save this audio clip for later when both the Brewers and Giants inevitably lose. And I also said, just watch the Brewers and Giants lose in the divisional series and we learn absolutely nothing. Basically what happened was Max and Josh picked the Brewers to win the World Series and I picked the Giants. I am speaking for all three of us when I say how truly sorry we are. We pride ourselves and think of ourselves as people with accurate predictions as Austin Riley doubles and Eddie Rosario homers and the Braves made the World Series. And so that'll make it a 4-2 series win. So first we're going to talk about the National League field and how much of that we got utterly and terribly wrong. Both teams we picked to win the World Series lost in the NLDS with the Giants losing to the Dodgers in five games and the Brewers losing to the Braves in four. Let's first talk about the Giants series loss and whether it was their own fault or if their opponent was just better at the right time. And we'll start with Max. Um, I just think the Dodgers are better. I actually think they're a better team on gear. They have more star power, they have more pitching depth. They had just better hitting. And part of it was just that they were better at the right time. They also didn't get completely screwed over to end the series by the um. Yeah, there's that. That, that. that was kind of a really bad check swing call. I feel like in that situation, if the series is on the line and you're not sure he went, don't call it a strike. You would think so. Yeah. But but anyway, Josh, your thoughts on the Giants losing? I think it's just the one man, Cody Bellinger. Dude oh, was a good point. literally a rock hitting at a plate with a wooden stick in hand for all season. And he just totally comes alive, and he's just incredible. I don't Cody know. Bell, Cody Bellinger leveled up. He, he really leveled up in the NLDS, and he had a couple big hits in the NLCS, too, before the Dodgers lost. Uh, same, same question. Was it the Brewers' fault they lost, or did they just run into the wrong opponent? And we'll go right back to Josh. I just think that they just <laughs> – I can't explain it. They just got outmatched, and I wasn't expecting it at all. It it seems that sometimes you just come into a lucky break, and 
you hit off good pitching and just sometimes, you know, not everybody has their best days, but that was a four game series. And I guess everybody on the Brewers had their worst day. So I can't, I can't particularly in that lineup. Oh, that went cold. Anyway, Max, your, your, your opinion on that. Um, I just didn't expect so many people on the Braves to level up Eddie Rosario. to the pitching, the hitting a Rosario October. Um, I just didn't see any of it, especially considering that all the picks that Milwaukee has, which all definitely did not play up to their expectations. Looking right at Brandon Woodruff. Yes. He, he did not have a very good series at all. Cor- Corbin Burns did fine. Corbin Burns did pretty good. Brandon Woodruff did not. Anyway, now we're going to talk about the ALDS of the Rays and the White Sox. Rays losing to the Red Sox in four games. Thank you very much. And the White Sox losing to the Astros in four games. What went wrong for the Tampa Bay Rays, Josh? I can think of one really good example. Think of Brandon Lau. Really good hitter, solid player, went totally hitless against the Red Sox. And a lot of their pitching just crumbled, and they let the Red Sox pile on some runs in some games. And That walk-off was really awesome. And um, the Red Sox, thinking about it, they really shouldn't have won. They, they probably shouldn't have. They, 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 they got pretty hot. <laughs> I mean, some people think the Yankees should have won. Which, I mean, I... I thought they were going to win, but I, I, you know, it's, it's just weird. A lot of weird things happen this playoffs that I can't. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And in particular, the Red Sox offense, they were kind of sputtering at the end of the season. We saw they lost a series to the Orioles. Shame. Then they almost lost all three games against the Nationals, somehow won all three games instead. And then they got into the playoffs and the best thing I can describe this as is Kike Hernandez he made some kind of deal because he, he went crazy he went insane mode he was hitting everything out of the ballpark everything for extra bases he went insane Christian Vasquez had a couple big hits the the Red Sox just got hot at the right time the race couldn't hit but but now, now we'll just get Max's thoughts on this um this is actually I think this is more on the raise than people think this is something that I've said about this team all year, and I watch like Elmi Network and good with the former players. They uh, they emphasize this as well. Yeah, they have good insights. Um, specifically, Pedro Martinez, I think mentioned the most. When you use your bullpen so much, oh especially against your own division, there you're bound to learn what you're editing. Like if you let's say Aaron Judge, for example, as I'm a Yankees fan, if he faces. Uh, Andrew Kittredge, uh, maybe 20 times in a year. By the time 21 in October, you're, you know what you're getting. So I think the Red Sox actually expected more from, or had a better idea what the Rays were going to give them than people think. And making the Rays use their entire bullpen in game three didn't exactly help, help, help the Rays either. I mean, they kind of after McClanahan had a great outing in game one, they just kind of wore down their starting pitching and they kind of chased everybody early. They had to lose, they had to use Luis Patino in game three at the end of that. He was their plan to game four starter. They had to go to Colin McHugh instead. They had to use Patino for, I think, two innings. And that's really what hurt them. But now we'll talk about 
Josh's American League pick to go to the White Se- World Series, the Chicago White Sox. And we'll start with Josh because he picked them. Uh, w- what happened to him? The White Sox pitching really fell apart. Rodon had a bad start. Lynn had a bad Rodon start. Rodon didn't even start. Oh, he, got a he was supposed to start game five. <laughs> yeah, it's just – it's, again, one of these things where – a, a pitching staff will have a bad day and they'll have it over and over. And I think they got one win out of that series. But they did. They won game three. Yeah. But winning game three in a, in a best of three series or best of five series is, is, you know, it's just saying we're not going to get swept and yeah. It, yeah. And, and also pathetic. your pitching staff, your, your pitching staff falling apart against the league's highest scoring offense in the regular season doesn't help either. Just that that, that might not be the, the best. Exactly. And also their offense went cold, despite Lance McCullers being injured in that series, and now he will never return for the postseason. But now, now we'll bounce it over to Max. Um, there was nothing in that series that I, that I did not expect. I expected the Astros to clean up the White Sox, and that's what I got. That's exactly what they, they did. Were, they completely outplayed them. I knew even before they were better on both sides of the ball, no matter what injuries happened. Did I expect the White Sox to be cold? No. I expected them to lose in general. Yeah, yeah and their, their hitting also wasn't able to produce much, again, against an injured Lance McCullers game four he left hurt and they just couldn't capitalize they sure they scored some runs they didn't get shut out but in general not scoring more than three four runs a game typically doesn't help just ask the milwaukee brewers all about that it's kind of the same story they couldn't score except their pitching was actually a little better than chicago all right going on to the championship series around now this pains me to say because I'm a Red Sox fan, but we did lose. We lost in six games to the Houston Astros, ending our season. I don't even know. We just, we just went cold. The hitting just stopped scoring after game three. A- any other observations regarding the series loss, Josh? Absolutely pathetic by the Red Sox. They should have won game one, up three to one, going late, blowing it, Sawamara. Had some bad opportunities. Just the bullpen sort of fell apart. I remember looking at the box score for like game five or whatever. It's just everybody's racking up runs. And when you don't, when you can't prevent runs, it's hard to score runs too. And it's just really disappointing. And I really, I thought for a minute the Red Sox were going to go to the World Series. That was around game three. After game three, they scored 12 runs for like the second straight night. All was good. Yeah, we I was at game four. I was in attendance. I was feeling good. We were ahead two to one entering the eighth. All of a sudden, Altuve homers. It's like, okay, all right. It's okay. We're still tied. You know, we can we can do something in the ninth. In the ninth, they turned to Nathan Ivaldi. And after that uh, ball called by Laz Diaz, they put ball in air quotes. Uh, the, the Astros offense, oh, not much. They just scored seven runs after that. <laughs> and then also in game five, we didn't score. In game six, we didn't score. It, it's, it was not. We just kind of went wrong there. 
Max, anything else to add? Um, I again, I expected Houston to win. Uh, I just didn't trust Boston to be a real team with real starters. Honestly, I did too. If you look at the blog, which I'll, which you heard at the start of the podcast, and you'll see at the end, I picked the Astros to win in seven. And I definitely expected it to go around five, six games. I did not expect to be so many lopsided games, but I definitely expected in the end, like this, the box score when it comes to just wins and losses. This is this is what I saw happening. I'm not surprised by it. The Astros are just an absolute machine that can hurt you in every way. The Red Sox aren't. The Rays aren't. The Yankees aren't. The Astros are just better. All right. Astro series. I'm looking at the schedule. Three games ended with a team scoring more than nine runs individually. Damn. And also a great return for Luis Garcia throwing that no. I know. He he was injured. Remember, he left game two injured. And all of a sudden, I'm not injured. Psych. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you on regular rest. Carry a no hitter into the sixth. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> all right, so we'll do. Kind of the same thing. What happened to the Dodgers in the NLCS? They, they lost to the Braves in six games. Max, we'll start with you. Um, I think this is a case of Luis Urias forgetting what a good pitch is. Julio Urias. Urias. Lu- Luis is on the Brewers. Luis. Oh, Julio Urias. Forgot what a good pitch was. The Braves' offense was just better. Cody Bellinger is the only reason why they even got it back to Atlanta. That's true. That's very true, actually. Um, the Braves pitching outperformed this entire playoffs. And I, and I think they just rent the wrong team and just the wrong like set of three guys, Peterson, Rosario, and Riley. And Riley at the wrong time. Why why can can we just can I just ask the question real quick? Why did the Los Angeles Dodgers keep pitching to Austin Riley? He tied a, ser- a postseason record for most hits in a single series. That just seems insane to me. And he kept pitching to him. He's the reason the Braves won game six. That's insane. Josh, your thoughts on this series? It's very strange because I would have thought coming back from last year, I honestly thought the Braves were going to blow it. They all it, it was on the exact same trajectory too. They had a 2-0 series lead, they had a 3-1 series lead, they lost game five, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> but very I, I don't know if Austin Riley played last year. I mean, I never heard of him until this year, but just getting clutch blow after clutch blow, really coming up clutch with these Braves. And I could see him coming the NLCS MVP and uh so that was Rosario at the NLCS MVP. Ian Anderson coming through. It's it's Braves. Go Braves. I got them. Yeah, that was Austin Riley. He was he debuted in 2019, but they had him in 2019. They tried him in the left field for a little bit because they had Josh Donaldson at third base. Uh, safe to say, I think they made the right decision letting Donaldson walk and put Riley back at third base, especially considering tenure in minnesota that donaldson has had has uh, not been great but yeah riley definitely this year was the season austin riley emerged we saw it throughout the regular season he was hitting banks out of the stadium left and right every every time you watched a braves game it was an austin riley home right 
Okay, he did it. He did it again this postseason, except it was the doubles instead of the home runs. He left the home runs to Eddie Rosario. Again, I just don't understand why the Dodgers kept pitching to him. Staying on this subject, every single team that was eliminated, obviously, well, every team in baseball has their issues. Nobody's perfect. But what was the biggest issue? We, we didn't talk about the wildcard teams. What did them in? And we'll start with the Cardinals and Josh. I didn't watch this game. Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, I just got to say. Well, okay. The Cardinals scored one run. They scored one run off of what I believe was a wild pitch. They scored off a wild pitch. And then after that, they just kind of went cold in Los Angeles. I know cold in Los Angeles seems kind of silly, but they did. They, they went absolutely cold. They could not score for the rest of the game. And then the ninth, they were up one nothing still, and you were like, maybe they win this game. Could, could that actually happen? And then all of a sudden, walk off three run home to Chris Taylor, Cardinals lose. What happened was they couldn't score. It was the tail of the White Sox. It was the tail of the Brewers. It was the tail of the Red Sox at the end of the ALCS. They could not score. And that's what did them in. Anything else to add, Matt? Um, I also think something to mention that Alex Reyes is not really <laughs> the same guy. No. The second half of the season. No. And I think putting him in that situation was a terrible mistake by Mike Schilt. I think that was a terrible idea. He was not the guy. I forget who the guy was before him, but you got Gallegos, Cabrera. I well, believe they had already used Gallegos, but I'll have to look then, at that. Then I would have put in Cabrera instead, or someone like that who actually has proved that they can consistently give you three out. Flashbacks to the wild card game in Toronto between the Orioles and the Blue Jays. Well, at least Reyes is like at least okay. <laughs> That's true. He's not a Baldo Jimenez. Okay. I had a um, funny story. I had both Alex Reyes and Chris Taylor on my fantasy team. Well, look at that. <laughs> Wait, did you pick up Alex Reyes after Max dropped him? <laughs> yeah. I had him like <laughs> last like month of the season. Yeah, that was actually out. pretty good for me. Yeah, that worked out. <laughs> but the Yankees lost in the wild card game too. We'll 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 start with our resident Yankees fan. What went wrong with them? Um, I think the main problem was honestly that the Red Sox had a game plan for Cole and it worked. I think the Red Sox hitting coaches learn what you can do. To get the pitches you're looking for. And Tim Hirsch. Tim Hirsch is good at his job. They laid off the strikeout pitches is what it, which he relies on, which led to him having to throw fastballs in the zone, which is usually where he gets hurt if he ever gets hurt. Although I do think that the Schwarber home run that was definitely a rare one. That that is not going to happen like another nine out of ten times. <laughs> That's so, true. I think that there was that. And then the offense was just Anthony Rizzo and John Carlos Tan against the world. Uh, yeah, and, and also Phil Nevin was an issue, was he not? <laughs> I, I actually am not sure about the 
decision because Gallup was next, and he has, I think, it might be two career sack flies. He might have just struck out anyway, too. <laughs> so I think that Ringham was not a terrible decision, even though it turned out terribly. I don't know. I mean, the throw got to Ploiecki before Judge even got in the camera frame there. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you think about it, if you have a guy which is never having a sack fly, what do you think he'll do it this time? I guess, but at the same time, Aaron Judge is no Ricky Henderson, as Stephen A. would put it. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith already put it. Uh, but there's that. The bullpen wasn't great, but it didn't matter anyways. I mean, at that point, the game was kind of already done. Yeah, but Baldy was good. The Yankees hitting just went cold. I still do not understand Ashoka's start. <laughs> I'll be honest, Sanchez, he's your hitting catcher. He might not be great. But he's more likely to give you more. He's more likely to give you a home run than he gets to give you a single. <laughs> I don't know. I think the one at bat he had, he struck out in, which he also does a ton. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, what at bat? Of course he's going Yeah. And uh, this this game, I can provide some analysis too, not just because I'm a Red Sox game, but because I was also there. I, I said it from the start. The key to beating Garrett Cole and the Yankees that night was instant offense. I don't know. I are you saying something right now? All right. I don't know what's going on with Josh, but what I said was we needed instant offense. I said it. Xander Bogarts gave us instant offense. He, he, he got a home run off of, he got a home run off of Cole in the first inning. After a scoreless second, Schwarber did it in the third. One batter later, that was it for Cole. Like, and then obviously tacking on more runs later in the game, that helped. But it was the instant offense by the Red Sox set the tone and it kind of, it got Nathan Evaldi in the right mindset because he got early run support, which didn't always happen during the season, but he got it in at what the time at the time was the biggest game of the year and they got it. And that's really why they won. Josh, would you care to weigh in on the Red Sox Yankees wildcard game? I sure can. I saw an interesting stat. After you know, day after listening on the radio, I believe besides Stanton Judge, I think the Yankees only went like two for twenty. And when you're, you know, when you got a plan for Cole and you're out, you Cole's out early, and that offense is cold, you're gonna do nothing, and it's not a way to win a game. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I have the scorecard from that night. Judge had one hit. Stanton had three hits, and everybody else, we have one hit from Urshela, the home run from Rizzo. Yeah, that was pretty much it. They had two hits outside of Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, which doesn't win you a ton of games. It just doesn't. All right. So we've talked about the wild card game. We've talked about every other team that's been eliminated. Now we'll go to the World Series matchup at hand. Houston Astros and the Atlanta Braves. We know both these teams have good hitting, some of the best hitting in baseball. We know both these teams, if their pitching gets hot at the right time, they can be very the pitching can be very deadly as well. Particular Tyler Matzek of Atlanta. Big game six performance. That was awesome. Uh, so we'll start with a question. What is one reason that both the Astros and the Braves could win the World Series 
and we'll start with Max. Why both of them could? One reason why the Astros could, and then one reason why the Braves could. I think the Braves could because compared to the last two teams they've had to play, I think they've gone through so much more and are ready for so much better pitching. Uh, the Astros, not to say that the White Sox and Red Sox are bad, but they've had a much easier schedule and way through the playoffs. I guess so, yeah. And I think that and the fact that the Braves are just on so much, so much more of a hot streak and momentum is on their side. They just beat the reigning champs. Yeah, and, that's big. And they had to go through probably the hardest lineup and pitching staff in baseball. Well, on the Astros, they've been here before. They, they also have something to prove, which I think a, a lot of people do not realize. They definitely they have something to prove, you know. I'm one of the people that think that if they didn't cheat, 2017 would not have happened. Or I think maybe the Dodgers would have won yeah. Still, the Astros wouldn't have. So I think they have something to prove, and I think that that and the fact that Atlanta has so much momentum is really going to make it a good series. I see it going seven, and I also see it being a lopsided one way, similar to Boston's series with Houston. It's going to start out going one team's way. It's going to flip and just never stop. Josh, one reason the Astros could win and one reason the Braves could? All right, let's start with the Braves. Most of the teams in, or well, most of the series is playoffs has been crushing starting pitching. And the Astros have come off a lot of bad pitching, like, you know, like Max said. And the Braves coming off, you know, against Scherzer, Arias, all those guys. <laughs> You're still on my lines here with them facing seven pitch, seven pitching but. <laughs> But uh, Braves, I feel like without Acuna, they've had so much motivation. And honestly, this is a very hot take, but I don't think they would have made it with Acuna. That's and, true because uh, it might not have prompted them to get Soler and Rosario and Peterson. Who have been incredibly hot. They traded, Ros they traded Pablo Sandoval for Eddie Rosario. About that. <laughs> The Astros. The Astros. The Astros have some of the best hitting guys, position guys. Yeah. And this is a super tough team. This is, I think, I believe they're the best team in the American League. They've had a lot of playoff experience before. And yeah, they, they know the stage. Yeah. The don't, you know. But. However tainted it may be, they do know the stage. All right, so we talked about why they could both win, and we'll go right back to Josh to start. What is one reason that both the Braves and Astros could lose the World Series? Start All right. The Astros could lose like they could have lost to the Red Sox, like they should have lost to the Red Sox. They're starting pitching early off in games. We've seen a lot of instances of, you know, Astros pitching being crushed early on yep. with a very cool stat of no starting Astro pitcher through game I four or three, I believe, lasting more than two and two thirds innings. Yeah, that's these true. Are very good pitchers. 
That's true. Valdez got Thank chased you. in game one. Garcia left in game two. Urquidy left early in game three. And Granky didn't last past the second inning in game four. So, yeah. Yeah. The Braves could crush it early and keep that momentum. That's what, that's what I think. And for the Astros, one reason they could win or lose? Oh, wait. Is it win or lose? You just uh, talked about the Astros losing. Why could the Braves lose? Why could the Braves lose? That's a tough question. The Braves could lose. Max, you want to come in here while Josh thinks about his answer? You know what? No, the Braves can't lose. <laughs> they can't lose. I disagree. Uh, I think the Braves it's October, like, baby. I feel like the Braves is one of those teams where when is the luck going to run out? Because Eddie Rosario... Her specific streak is going to end at some point. I think the the Braves remind me of the Rays last year. They got super lucky. They probably won game. They should not have won. And they had two guys going off at a historic level, which might go on, might not. But I feel like some things are not going to go the, the way it has been. Something's going to change, and I think it's going to be for the Braves for the worst. Well, for Houston, I feel like they could lose because I will say this is a tough one. They do not make the holes on the roster. But it is possible that their bullpen has been taxed a lot. It has. In the last two series, actually. Yeah. And similar to a team like the Rays this year, Matt could come back. True, although division matchups and frequency aren't as much a factor in the World Series. Yeah. But if starters, I feel like if Houston's going to win this series, each starter's going to have to get five innings. I can see that. I yeah. think if the starters do not get length, they're going to lose and quick. Yeah, that definitely could happen. I personally think the Braves could lose, like Max said, by the luck running out. It, it could happen. We don't know. Or, or it might not, and they might win anyway. I, I feel like the Astros could lose also because of the starting pitching, but also, as Max alluded to in the previous episode of the podcast, Dusty Baker, Dusty Bakering. And that's, that, that's all I'll really say about it. Uh, kind of wrap this up now. Uh, we, we've learned nothing from our last try at predictions. I think we can all say that quite confidently. Uh, Let's try and predict who's going to win the World Series. And we'll start with Josh. Hello. Okay, we'll start with Max. Um, so, I feel like the Braves do pull out with this in seven games. I feel like this could go either way. But I think the Braves are... I think even before the season, they were built to be here. Even with Acuna, I think they were meant to be in this series, no matter who they were playing. Yeah, I think they kind of wanted to wash last year out of their mouths. There's definitely that. And I think that, again, it'll take seven games. I think they will do just enough to beat Houston. 
Yeah, I think I think the Braves are going to win this series too. I think if anybody says the series isn't going to go full seven games, then then that's an issue. Yeah, they're idiots. Uh, I think the Braves are going to win this series in seven games too, uh, just because I feel like I personally think they're going to keep the luck going. I think Eddie Rosario and Austin Riley are going to stay hot. I ultimately think they're going to hit those Houston pitchers early in the series again. Well, actually, maybe not early in the series. Maybe towards the middle of the series because now they're on more rest early in the series. And I think they're going to hit the bullpen too in games when the starters maybe last a little longer. And I think Tyler Matzek and AJ Minter are going to keep up their strong performances in relief. Max Fried and Max Fried has had a great postseason. If Ian Anderson can get back on track, I just don't see anybody slowing down this Braves team. And now since Josh's internet appears to be back, we'll ask Josh who wins the world series and then how many games. Uh, you can hear me? Yes. Yeah. All right. Since nearly every one of my predictions has been totally shut down. Yep. Do some crazy. I'm going to say Braves in four. Braves in four. <laughs> you don't think the Astros are going to win one game? You know, I don't even care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible analysis. Okay. Maybe, maybe like five or six, but uh, I'm taking going to full seven. You don't think it's going to full seven? No. Do you think the Braves are going to win at home in five games or four or on the road in Houston in six? If you don't think it's going seven. Uh, at home in four. I'm just going to be a Braves in four. Wouldn't that be awesome winning a World Series at home? I don't know. Red Sox wouldn't know anything about that. They've only won one World Series at home recently. That's a topic for another time. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this World Series episode of the Strikeout Central podcast. Follow Max on Twitter at Pinstriped EMP and check out his Yankees blog, which you can find in his Twitter. Follow Josh on Twitter at AUD2K3, even though he doesn't really tweet that much. You can still follow him anyway. If you would like to read about baseball news by the day as it happens, then check out the Strikeout Central website at www.strikeoutcentral.blogspot.com for daily baseball posts. Stay tuned for the next episode of the podcast at the end of the World Series. I am your host, Michael. Have a good day. Have a fun time watching the World Series.